Welcome to West Church. We're so thankful you've joined us today. Whether you're joining us in person or virtually, we're excited to come together to praise, worship, and receive God's glory. If this is your first time with us, we'd like to give you a very special welcome. If you're returning, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Now, let's prepare to be inspired and encouraged as we enter into worship. So, 2022 is in our taillights. 2023 starts today. Um, I like to pause and reflect at the end of a year and also think about what has happened in the year past and what was good about 2022, what was hard about it. Is there anything I need to change or improve about myself? And as your pastor, I look to do that when it comes to the ministry of our church as well. When I started way back in 2020, three years ago, I spent a week um, thinking about and praying about how to view the ministry here at West Church. And it seemed to me that there were five core ministries that were absolutely essential to everything we do as a church, um, week in, week out, month in, and month out. And I try to keep those in view as I serve as your pastor. And usually at the beginning of each month, actually, I try to pause and ask myself, uh, how are we doing in these areas? Um, I look at the goals we set out to accomplish for the year and examine how far along and how far we've, we've uh, attempted to accomplish them. And I realize that all of this is very human uh, and must be submitted and yielded up to God. So I seek to do this with a submissive heart and keep listening as the year progresses so that I'm not seeking to act beyond what we truly perceive the Lord wants us to be doing. You see, the church belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, not to the pastors or the leadership team or any group of individuals. It is His church, of which I am only a small part of the whole, seeking to discern His will and seeking to understand His leading in my role. We seek to serve based upon the Word of God. That is our, that is our standard. We seek to serve based upon the wisdom and the leading of the Holy Spirit. He is our guide. And we seek to do so with faith in His ability to lead and to provide each step of the way. And as one of the leaders here, I view the ministry through five lenses that I call our five core ministries, which are worship, discipleship, outreach, leadership, and stewardship. And I recognize that I'm kind of summarizing here, so I'm, I'm going to touch on some things, and there's some others, and some that I remember well, some that I don't remember well. Uh, but it's not going to be comprehensive, uh, but it's, it's good to reflect, and it's also good to anticipate God at work in this coming year. So let's start with worship. It has been my delight, even as uh, Brad prayed in his prayer, to worship with you all year long, every Sunday. 
saying among many of those things that were said, the Lord's Prayer. And the worship ministry here at West has become one of our largest ministries with many, many, many people serving in music, in reading, in prayer, in sharing in testimonies, audiovisual, preaching, and then there's all kinds of support roles, uh, ushering and greeting, nursery and kingdom kids. And there, there's this huge team that's working together each and every Sunday morning uh, to provide a meaningful experience of worship as we gather together on Sundays. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you who serve in the myriad of ways that you do. There are hours of practice, there are training and preparation that goes into our worship time together. Early in the year, as the leadership team was talking about worship, they pointed out to me that it was time to, to modify some things. It had been the same for a long, long time, and we needed to make some changes that would help improve it in order to seek to add spiritual vitality. And we implemented those changes in the spring and have enjoyed blending together our songs and our hymns in an extended time of singing before transitioning into prayer and into the scripture reading. And we agreed that immediately we sensed a new delight in praising God. Then God sent a stave on to us. And the entire worship committee was so enthused by his gifting and his calling to serve here. And, and the church has embraced his family, his wife, Hulda, and their children, Timo and Oliver. And the singing time really soared with enthusiasm under his ministry. And we felt, felt so blessed by God's provision. And we had been searching for such a long time, and you responded so, so generously to help with his visa expenses and prayed so diligently as we went through the various stages of that process with immigration. I remember again Brad praying boldly one Sunday that God's will would be done and that everything would be approved. And I know that our Father heard that prayer and I know that our Father answered that prayer. But the answer was surprising. And so we will be seeing them off to Paraguay this week. And God's leading for them and God's leading for us was apart rather than together. It was together for a short time, but now it's separate. And it hurts us and it saddens us, but we trust that our Heavenly Father who loves them and loves the ministry of West Church will continue to lead and to provide for each of us according to His perfect will and divine presence in our midst. It was my pleasure to spend quite a, a considerable amount of time when Stavon was onboarding into our staff and helping with the process. And he and I would speak uh, regularly most weeks, and I was so excited to discuss his ideas and plans to improve worship in the months and years ahead. And I love you guys. And our hearts are torn, and our prayers go out to you in your journey of obedience to God. We will need to resume our search once again. 
We need to pray that God would help us to find someone like Stavon with a deep heart for worship and the skills and the personality to lead our growing and expanding team. I am so thankful for every person who serves in worship regularly. And we are committed to finding someone to lead you again, God being our helper. That's a little about worship. Let's talk about discipleship now. To be a disciple is to be an apprentice, a life apprentice of the Lord Jesus. It includes things like being with Jesus, becoming like Jesus, and doing the things that Jesus did. It's not just about teaching. It is a way of life. It is an apprenticeship of life. And 2022 felt a little bit like a return to normalcy from a period of prolonged hibernation because of the pandemic. And though we recognize that there is still illness all around us and we don't want to be naive or, or reckless about that, we also recognize that as God's people, we really, really need one another and we need spiritual community together, and it's part of the discipleship process by which we grow in our faith. In 2022, several of our discipleship ministries continue to thrive, like Girls Growth Group and Guys Growth Group, with over 20 junior and senior high students um, meeting together in worship and prayer and fun and all those good things. The Women's Bible Study on Wednesday mornings uh, thrives with Gail Harris as their teacher. Uh, we've offered the study Understanding Your Walk with God several times this year, and it's been a tremendous blessing for those who take the study, and it's also a tremendous blessing for those who lead the study. And Rick continues to teach a variety of super meaningful courses throughout the year via Zoom. And, and those things are great. We started something new this year called the Men's Growth Group, and it was, it was surprising and stunning to me. I mean, some 27 men have participated in that group, and there were, were, were about 18 on average every single week that came. And it's just a, a simple fellowship group in which men read the Bible and then share with one another and try to encourage one another in our walk with God. And several different men have led the groups. Perhaps we'll be able to start another one in 2023. And now some women are talking about starting a, a women's growth group on Wednesday nights as well. And it is super important in these challenging days that in which we live to be connected with one another in spiritual community. And this is, has to be one of our growing emphases in 2023 and in the years to come for the ministry of West Church. We do have a very special growth ex event experience coming up in February. February 10th, 11th, and 12th, we will be hosting here a first loved weekend with Dr. Mark Fee. This is a weekend-long retreat. It'll be right here at the church. It starts Friday night, runs all the way th through Saturday, 
and then finishes, uh, there will be a final session Sunday after worship, and Mark will also teach us during worship on Sunday. In, during this weekend, you will learn three spiritual practices so that we can learn to experience more of God's love in our daily life. It's a no-charge event, but there will be a free will offering for those who want to give back because they've been given two. Uh, if you want to come to the event, you must have come to the entire thing, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can't say, I'll take Friday and Sunday and no Saturday, because that would leave somebody else out who wants to be there. Uh, we can accompany up to 28 people, but we can do it again if there's a high demand for that. So registration is going to start next Sunday after worship for that event. So be looking at your calendar be thinking about that, and we'll have more information for that forthcoming, okay? In addition to all of these things, I've, I've tried to share with you as your pastor meaningful messages on Sunday mornings to help you grow in your knowledge and experience of God. And this, we're going to start out next week a brand new series called If God is for Us, from Romans chapter 8, and we'll work verse by verse through Romans chapter 8 with some really famous verses, very, very powerful encouragements from the Apostle Paul. Let's talk about outreach. Serious priority here at our church. Uh, we believe that the message of Jesus is the best news ever, and we want more people to hear it, and we want more people to believe it. And the future of the ministry of West Church is going to depend upon effective outreach. We must seek to reach the next generation of our community if we ever hope to expand our ministries in the future. The welcome team runs point on this ministry with uh, Rick Waller and Pastor Rick leading the charge. Uh, things like the resurrection egg hunt welcomed hundreds of people to West Church for some family fun focused on the story of the reality that Jesus is risen from the dead. VBS welcomed 65 kids here during the week as well as a variety of workers from Christians, Christians from around the community. So many joined us to make that week so special. And then our second trunk or treat welcomed between 500 and 600 people uh, for some family fun. Um, pray that we will learn uh, how to serve the community more effectively and build upon the momentum which these events have started. And we're beginning to think about meaningful follow-up events that might engage interested parents beyond the children's events themselves. I am fully aware that numbers aren't everything, but as our accountants will tell us, they do tell us a story. And they let us know who the flock is that's part of West Church. On average, in 2022, 108 people attended worship every Sunday, including the the big holidays, and the flyaway Labor Day weekend. Um, during the year, we welcomed 57 first-time guests to West Church who had never been here before. 31 of them came back a second time. 
This means that more than half of the people that visited West Church once came back twice, which is very encouraging. We baptized six, six people last year and received 16 members into membership of West Church. But we also lost four members to death. So God is bringing people here and God is at work in their lives and, and pray that we would be most effective in reaching them. More people are coming than are leaving, which is a good thing. But we would benefit if we were more effective in helping people stay. We've had quite a few more calls to assist needy family with food and finances, several of them due to homelessness. One homeless man living in a tent near in our neighborhood with his girlfriend died of a drug overdose this year. And homelessness has increased, and we as a church are a small part of the solution in our community. So when you give to the Deacon's Fund and give and help with the food pantry, you're helping in small part towards that problem. Missions has been very healthy this year. We've met all of our financial commitments to our partners. The missions conference was spectacular. Um, and as I listen to our missionaries, it seems to me that they are living in their communities what we should hope to become within ours, using our gifts, using our abilities to bring glory to God and to spread good news so that others might hear and believe. I enjoy the relationship that West Church has with its missions partners, and I can imagine a day in which we become even more involved in short-term events and supporting them by actually going and being present with some of them. Outreach is the future of West Church. It's the future of the Church of Jesus Christ in the United States. It's the future of the Church of Jesus Christ in the world. But the most the very most effective outreach right here at West Church is the simple stuff. Talking with your neighbors. Getting to know somebody. Praying for somebody who's struggling when you meet them. Speaking with people. Developing a relationship with them a relationship which includes naturally sharing the thing that is most important to you, your faith in Jesus Christ with your friends and your families. That is really the simplest and the most effective way of making new disciples of Jesus. Let's take a couple minutes to talk about leadership. Your leadership team meets every month. We study the gospel, a book called Gospel Eldership together. We set goals, we do pastoral evaluations, we discuss ministry situations, we discuss the health of our church. I spent six months also working with the deacons, doing some reimagining of the deacon role within our church, and we have a whole new team of ushers being raised up, and we welcome people who would like to serve with ushers or with the welcome team. If you're interested, let us know. We'd love to have you. 
The leadership team has also wanted, since uh, my coming here, to develop a leadership training track at West Church, and we're discussing and would like to, to, try, to try to pilot that even before the end of the year. And since I've come here, it's been, there's also been discussion about modifying um, our, our church structure, something towards more towards a biblical format of an elder-led structure. And I do believe that that's something we will need to do. But I think that it would be better to focus on preparing people to serve than simply just redesigning the words and going through all of the administrative stuff right now. So pray about that. Pray about timing for that. I am super, super grateful for each person who serves willingly in leadership roles and the new individuals that would be elected this year at our annual meeting. I want to talk about stewardship for just a minute as well. Stewardship is the ministry of caring for the resources of our church. It includes our finances, it includes our buildings, and it is a ministry. It is a God-given service to the body of Christ. It's overseen primarily by our trustees who do a great job of keeping an eye on things. And we're going to end in 2022 in the black financially this year once again. All that we spent on our facilities and our ministries was paid for this year. Um, a lot of upgrades have been taking place. Lighting around the building has been completed. We've had a bunch of work days. And when you guys come out and work as a team, it's just phenomenal and a lot of fun. Uh, the Kingdom Kids rooms have been really nicely redone with new paint, new blinds, new shelving, upgraded toys. Uh, thanks to everyone who's helped to make those rooms look fresh and new again. Uh, we've done a lot of upgrades to our sound system and AV, and those things will continue because that's the nature of that equipment. It becomes obsolete and breaks. Uh, we need to start working on the lighting, particularly on the platform this year because um, that, that's old that it's starting to malfunction, and it'd be pretty sad if I came in here and I was completely in the dark and you were the only ones in the light, <laughs> although that happens sometimes. We want to pursue uh, a hire for a worship leader, possibly a, a hire for a youth or a family ministries leader. So play, pray about plans for that. Sorry, I watched the ball drop and my lips are a little uh, slow moving today. If we're going to effectively target these ministries, we're going to need help. And the way we configure our staff can strengthen the ministry for the future. So we really need to pray for and plan for our future with God's help and with God's blessing. And the reason we're doing so well financially is because each of us gives faithfully as we are able to support this ministry. West Church doesn't look to outside resources or uh, try to garner money from those who don't worship here. Rather, uh, we are, live and do what we do based upon the faithful giving of everyone who considers West Church their home congregation. And many of us give sacrificially for the ministry, and we do not take that for granted. We learn to live on less than what we make in part so that we might be generous towards others and towards our worshiping community. And stewardship includes what each of us do and give to advance this ministry for the next generation.
So looking at West Church through our five core ministries helps me to, and helps your leadership team examine the indicators of health and well-being in our ministry, as well as where we are weak and where we need to improve. Recently, it's been my privilege to have uh, several conversations with people who have been at West Church for a long, long, long time. And we talked about some of the history. You know, West Church exploded in the 1960s because of a housing boom in this community. And Pastor Chris Lyons was very, very active and very effective in welcoming people into the community and welcoming them into a church in the community. And there was a propensity at that time for people to naturally attend church when they moved into a new community. So when West Church enthusiastically opened its doors to the community, they came. And that's when this larger sanctuary was built rather than the little white church that had been here for almost 100 years. That's when the fellowship hall was built and the offices and the kitchen and the wing and the upper room. The church thrived when we were a church of families in the community. Now, our community today does not have the same predisposition to attend church anymore. However, there is still a significant amount of spiritual interest and need among people in this community. And if we slow down to speak to the people that we meet and greet our neighbors and get to know them a bit, invite them to some of our family activities at the church or even some of our family activities in our home, get to know their stories and share our stories with them, God can open up some very meaningful conversations because I hear you telling me about these kinds of conversations on a regular basis. And the next step in discipleship for those that we speak with who are interested in Christ is to include them into the spiritual community. And we need to be more effective in doing this like Chris Lyons was in the days before us. The verse that we read together, the passage that we read together from Ephesians chapter 4 is one that God laid on my heart right at the very time that you called me to come and be your pastor. And it describes what a growing church is like. Paul uses the image of a body, a body that is connected to its head, and all of the other parts are connected from the head down and draw their life and their power and their direction and their existence from the head. The different parts of the body that are working together, the joints and the muscles and the sinews, are the people in the church. People, each deeply yielded to their Savior. People using their God-given gifts, spiritual gifts, and their talents, and their abilities, and their resources for the glory of God. And what unites them is their faith, 
their trust, their reliance upon, and their understanding of who Jesus is. And as a result of their living together in united faith, they are learning to let go of false ideas, merely human strategies, and techniques for living and resisting current, currents of evil that flow through our culture. The concrete way that Paul says that this shows up in our day-to-day lives as disciples of Jesus is we speak the truth in such a way that it is loving and upholding and building up and edifying to one another. We are filled with compassion, understanding, and forgiveness towards other people in the same way that Jesus Christ was compassionate, understanding, and forgiving with us. Don't you know it? And we give the truth to one another in a loving way so that each continues to embrace and follow that truth in a world that would lead us astray if we were separate. This is how we follow Jesus in spiritual community. Being with Jesus and with one another. Becoming like Jesus and like one another. And doing what Jesus did as apprentices of the Savior in the school of life. We become an extension of his love in our church body and in the communities in which we live. That's my prayer for 2023. Let's pray together. God, we we thank you for this season to pause and reflect. We thank you for this day, to turn our eyes above, to lift our eyes above, our calendars force us to think about time that's gone past and time that lies ahead. And all of these things are in your hands. Our days are in your hands from the day we were born to the day we draw our final breath. From the day this church was conceived in a small farming community down to this very day. Lord, we give ourselves to you asking that you would do your mighty work in our midst, molding us and making us like the Savior you sent to redeem us. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.